I wrote my annual post on LinkedIn and it just started this snowball effect of all these other thoughts that I had that I like to share. I found that honestly, LinkedIn is not going to be a great place for me because I'm saying things that are going to expose people. So who really wants to raise their hand and say they're bored at work and that they're lacking fulfillment in what they do? <laughs> and and so anyway, I'd gotten away from sharing there, but I realized, you know what? It doesn't matter about the engagement piece. It matters that people feel like they are understood and get language for some of the things that they're experiencing that nobody's really talking about. Well, one of those things that nobody's really talking about is why we have a hard time changing. So I sent it out to my email list earlier this week, and I wanted to just very quickly read from it so that you can um, so that you can receive what, what people were reading. I got some messages back saying, hey, this really hit home, and I appreciated it. So here we go. When you're resistant to change, you really need. It's all about identity. Why do we stay fearful in decision-making even though we have the resources and support we need? Why do we have a hard time changing? People have a hard time changing because they're stuck in an identity they've assumed or don't think that they can break out of. You think that because you are perceived by the people around you as this type of person, you can't change. If you're not somebody who works out, then going to the gym and the criticism or judgment or even the jokes that come out when you start to do something productive for yourself, that's a real barrier for people making change. And it happens in the mind before it happens in real life. In fact, most of the time, the things that happen in the mind or the worry about things that actually haven't happened don't happen in real life when you take the action, but it's the thought that's the barrier. And this is how Satan keeps us from becoming the person that God intended for us to be in our original design. Again, people have a hard time changing because they're stuck in an identity they've assumed, one they don't think they can break out of. And even worse than being stuck is assuming an identity that isn't aligned with who God intended for you to be. Assuming an identity based on what your family said, what your culture that you came from did, the path that other people told you was the right path for you without you ever bringing that to God and saying, God, you know every hair on my head. What do you see as the right path for me? Now, I'm not saying God can't work all things together for his good and purposes for those who believe. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that a lot of times when we find ourselves climbing the wrong mountain, it won't go to waste, but it sure is frustrating. And it's frustrating because we realize, wait, I'm not made for this mountain. There's someplace else for me. But the barrier is all the people I've been walking with on this journey believe that I'm made for this mountain. So what happens if I go down the mountain and leave them here? What will they think about me? What will they say about me? I have to be willing to risk the loss of approval and acceptance if I'm going to change who I am and come into alignment with my God-given identity. 
If you want to change your life and circumstances, then you have to be willing to surrender your current identity. I'm not saying that means you leave your job or change your relationship or move locations. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is your identity or how you see yourself is based on a foundation of beliefs. And if you believe what you've always believed, well, then you'll get what you've always had. And if you're listening, my guess is that you want to be better. You want to do more. You want to make a bigger difference and impact. And you're going to have to break out of the identity or the perception or belief that you've had. If you want to grow, you're going to have to change. And change starts with a choice and a choice about your beliefs, specifically how you see yourself and are you willing to change that belief. Instead of I've always been, maybe it becomes who could I be? And the answer is found in who God made you to be. If you're made in his image, which I believe you are, then that means the more you discover more about him, the more you discover more about yourself. So it's not a process of self-discovery. It's the process of God discovery. And he'll show you who you are. He'll hold up the mirror and say, this is who I've made you to be, my son in who I'm well pleased, my daughter in who I'm well pleased. If you want to change your life and circumstances, then you have to be willing to surrender your current identity. That means you have to change your approach, including how you see things, because identity means how you see yourself. And if you see yourself as a runner, talk about yourself as a runner, then you'll behave as a runner. If you see yourself as powerless, talk about your situation like you're trapped, then you'll behave like you don't have any control over making real change and end up just complaining, always being negative. The problem for most of us is that we don't know how we truly see ourselves until we recognize the patterns of the same stubborn cycles, toxic relationships, toxic work environments, toxic home environments, toxic church environments, never fulfilled despite more money and promotions, continuously anxious despite being more productive and working harder, not finding rest even when I'm able to lay that work down, not finding rest even when I have greater accomplishment, not being at peace even when I make more money, even when insert the blank. God is challenging our contentment. You can change all of this, but it requires time and a new perspective. Just changing your habits isn't going to do it. There comes a point when we have to decide that we're willing to surrender the beliefs we've had about ourselves, our work, our relationships, our options. The old belief is, I can't insert the blank because. The new belief is, Lord, what do you see? What do you say? What are my options? So if you're stuck in an old identity and you're recognizing that because you keep running into the same old patterns, I'm raising my hand. I've been there. I have certain areas of my life. If there's 100 rooms in my house, God worked through 99. And in the last year, he showed me the one. Hey, TJ, you're still stuck in an old identity and how you see yourself in this particular area of your life. And it showed up massively. And I really had to humble myself and say, Lord, I need you to show me how you see me 
I need you to show me how you see this situation. I need you to show me a new pattern. I need you to show me how this is going to end with me. This is not going to carry on to the next generation. I need you to show me the root, the origin to get this thing out and to give me what you have for me, my inheritance from you, not anything earthly. So I had to come to God and I had to say, Lord, what do you see? What do you say? What are my options? How do I look at all of this differently, including how I see myself? And a simple shift, if you need to do this, is to change your statements to questions. Rather than it will always be, it will never be, I can't because I've tried this and, and this is something that I'm challenged by currently, trying to do this myself and changing my statements to questions in a particular area of my life. But I've, I've had an even harder time because I'm the guy that helps others do this for themselves. But God says, hey, TJ, if I'm going to take you to another level of greater impact, of greater authority, then I need you to choose to get on that level. And so for me, what that process has looked like is coming back to him and saying, okay, Lord, I don't know anything. If I don't know anything, not that you haven't given me wisdom, but if I am choosing to come to you saying, I don't know anything about A, B, and C, then I only want to hear, understand, speak, behave in alignment with what you see. He says, my sheep hear my voice. I know he can speak to you. It's not a popular view, but in a world full of conflicting information that can make us rationalize anything, we need his wisdom guiding. We need his point of view because he knows who you truly are and what's best for you. So this is a challenge to you. This is a challenge for you to take a step back, say, Lord, if I don't know anything, I'm listening and let him speak to you about the thing that you keep running into. Let him show you a different perspective. I believe you can hear his voice, and I believe he's going to show you something. It's all about identity. It's all about identity. If you're resistant or indifferent and you know change needs to happen, consider changing all your statements to questions. Now, on that note, one of the reasons I emphasize questions as one of the important pieces of the process in boot camp is because new questions lead to new answers. And it's really helpful when other people can ask you new questions that you haven't been asking about your situation. So if you're in that place where you're going, okay, this makes total sense to me, and there's something stuck in the identity, and I need new questions to help me get clear about this, maybe how to turn what is an empty wealth and worldly success into a life of confident peace in my God-given identity. Maybe it's the status quo of my day-to-day life, not being intentional about who I am, where I'm going, recognizing that I need to choose to make that decision to go up a level. Maybe it's I need to disconnect myself from how other people perceive me so I can grow into this God-given identity. And now's the time because something needs to change. Then reach out to me. Let's talk about the boot camp. It's eight weeks, starts November 20th. If you're on my email list, you can reply boot camp. I'll know exactly what you mean. If you're on my website, you can just click contact me. If you're on Instagram, you can message me. Whatever it is that you need to do, if you're ready, be proactive because now's the time to start the new year, 2023, from that place of that new identity. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate you.